thank you for being in church today. If you're sitting with someone, or beside someone, sorry, if you're sitting beside someone, look at them and say, thank you for coming to church today. And then tell them, don't sleep now. Because I know Sunday is that day that sometimes you just, most of the time actually, just being honest for me, sometimes, uh, most of the time you just want to stay at home. Because tomorrow you know there's a battle that you'll need to face. Whether it's preparing your kids going to school or you going to work. It's... It's a battle. It's a new battle. But that being said, it is great to be in church, to be energized, and to be with people that you know walk in the same faith as you. Because it gives you that guide that, especially if you're talking to someone that um, just telling you how, um, how they've been, right? Man, he's been through a lot last week. And he's still here in church. It energizes you, right? It gives you that um, view that even though some things are not sitting right, if that guy, if God could help that guy, Surely my God, our God, can help us with this one. So if you have your Bible, I, I was just reminded earlier, um, um, Matt told me, um, Kenny, welcome to the women's meeting today. And I was thinking, huh? <laughs> the men are not here. And I was reminded, yeah, I need to make sure that I, uh, I watch what I say because I don't have much support for today. So, <laughs> so, <laughs> so if you see me disappearing, where's So if you have your Bible today, um, please turn to Joshua 6, verse 18 to 16. So it's a bit long. Um, let me just go through it. So after Joshua spoke to the people, the seven priests with the ram's horns started marching the presence of the Lord, blowing the horns as they marched. And the ark of the Lord COVID, and the ark of the Lord's covenant followed behind them. Some of the armed men marched in front of the priests with the horns, and some behind the ark with the priests continu continually blowing the horns. Do not shout. Do not, uh, not a single word from any of you until I tell you to, sh to shout. Then shout. I think some of us will have a problem with this. So. so the ark of the Lord was carried around the town once that day. And then everyone returned to spend the night in the camp. Joshua got up early the next morning and the priests again carried the ark of the Lord. The seven priests with the ram's horn marched in front of the ark of the Lord, blowing their horns. Again, the armed men marched both in front of, in front of the priests with the horns and behind the ark of the Lord. All this time, the priests were blowing their horns. On the second day, they, they, 
On the second day, they again marched around the town once and returned to camp. They followed this pattern for six days. On the seventh day, the Israelites got up at dawn and marched around the town as they had done before. But this time, they went around the town seven times. The seventh time around, as the priests sounded the, sounded the long blast on their horns, Joshua commanded the people, Shout! For the Lord has given you the town. Will you pray with me this morning? Thank you, Lord, for today. Thank you, Lord, for today. Speak to us today. Direct us today. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. The title of my message today is Minimum Direction Guided Repetition. Don't you hate it sometimes? That you are given the minimum direction. Men, when your wife is cooking and she tells you, I'm cooking this, go to Woolies and buy me an onion. And you get to Woolies, um, which onion? <laughs> I've been to Woolies a lot of the times and... Uh, I'm not kidding you. Mo, if, most of the time, if not all the time, I would call my wife. And I would um, have the video on, which one? Man, right? Of course, we don't want to go to, to the house and we got the wrong one because you know you'll be going back there again. <laughs> Repetition. Unnecessary repetition for us, but for the ladies who prepared scrumptious meals for us. It is very important. And here we have the story of the fall of Jericho. We know, not we know, sorry. Um, we have heard stories of it even outside of church. It's a very famous story of the falling of the wall of Jericho. In some verses, they will say the walls crumbled. In some verses, it will, uh, it will say that the wall fell down. But there was something in, in, the, uh, in those verses that I, that I never really um, got or never really noticed. And this is it. The Israelites march around Jericho with minimum instruction. The only person who knew what was going to happen was Joshua. But here we are reading the Bible thinking that they knew as well. Don't you, I, would, I wouldn't say hate, but you don't like it, right? When someone gives you an instruction and you really don't know what's, um, what's the end goal, what's going to happen next. If, um, pre-sermonic disclaimer, if you're here today and if you're praying to God and he gives you every step, every answer, everything in detail, you can go home now. <laughs> this preaching is not for you. But if you're that person who calls on God, who prays, and God answers a bit, and, you, and you're 
respond to God is, and what? What's next, Lord? I've gone through this one. And you see, if you're going to go through the Bible, God is not so big on details. Nah. He spoke to Abraham, go live your house and go where I'm going to send you. If I was Abraham, I would, I would be asking for directions. Noah, man, built an ark. He didn't know when the rain was coming. Even if he didn't know some of the details, he didn't know the in-depth details. He didn't know he was going to be hated by people because in his mind, he thought, I'm saving people because I'm following God. And here, Joshua, before Joshua, Moses, the reason why Moses escaped Egypt was he did things wrong because he thought he knew what God wanted and how he was supposed to do it. Right? 40 years from being in the Pharaoh's palace to being a shepherd. From the highest of heights to the lowest of the low. Here, Joshua. Joshua was the successor of Moses. Proven how? By the crossing of the Jordan River. But still, he was the only one hearing God. The only assurance that the Israelites have was Joshua got them out of or crossing the Jordan River. So, God is not so big on details. When the Israelites marched around Jericho for seven days, the person who only knew was Joshua, right? Why? And how is, how is that significant for us? Because God doesn't really give us all the details. You're going to get married. Lord, I'm 40 years old. You're going to have a wonderful work life. <laughs> and you're there, your manager shouting at you, ah! And you say, Lord, is, Lord, this is not the job for me, Lord. Oftentimes, we go through a promise half blind. Half blind. The only assurance we have is we got it from God. And a lot of the times, especially when it repeats, we forget what the promise was. The Israelites, if Joshua and the ark was not there, they wouldn't go around. Why? Because they didn't have the assurance that if they go around, Actually, if you're going to read the Bible, 
they thought that they were just going to attack because they knew that the people of Jericho were afraid of them. And Joshua received this word, you need to march and repeat it for seven days. It's good, I am not Joshua, I'm Kenneth. Because if it was me, Lord, I know the outcome already, they're afraid. Why not now? A lot of us, well, I, I know a lot of people who's like that. God is going to give me this house. And before that, that promise came to be, you have complained so much. Right? I know God is going to make me healthy. Still, you're eating pork every day, praying that the cholesterol will be gone. That's a different thing. You're repeating something that not supposed, you're not supposed to repeat. But we lose sight of the guide. We lose sight of what's leading us. When things repeat, things get bigger. And sometimes that's the only thing that you can see. You focus on the process rather than the promise. Because the process hurts. Have you been to the gym? I like, I like to have six packs. But no, uh, no amount of videos will give me one. I can watch for 24 hours a day, not sleep, watching. Uh, good. Recently, I, um, someone from my work borrowed some um, gym shorts from me. Um, of course, my wife chose it because the, the first ones that I gave her my, um, as her, her words, not mine, they're ugly. <laughs> so... For, for men, it's the convenience. It's the efficiency. So, so he borrowed it. And he, was, he, he sent me a video of him working out with the shorts. And I told him, man, I'm going to lose weight because of this. Well, I, I was just joking. He knew. But of course, the process is required. The process is necessary. Why? Because the promise without a process becomes a burden. Have you received something that you thought you wanted but never really prepared for it? Let's say, I want a bigger fridge than this then, of course, your mother-in-law was very nice and she gave you a fridge. You were not in the house when it was delivered. Right? You were not in the house. So you're, you're, you're somewhere enjoying yourself. You are not prepared. Now it becomes a burden. Why did she deliver the... I didn't ask her to deliver the fridge today. The Israelites never complained. 
as per the Bible. But think with me for a second. You go around Jericho, first day. Done. No words. Not even a ah. Then you go back to camp. No word from Joshua, nothing. You go around the second day. The third day. The fourth day. The fifth day. The sixth day. Man, you will be thinking, if you are like me, you will be thinking, why are we going around again? Sometimes we face problems. Lord, I thought you answered this prayer already. Why am I arguing with my wife again with this? Lord, I thought I was saved. Why am I having this trouble with temptation again? Lord, I thought I would be happy when I receive you. Why am I crying inside my closet today? I've done that. So many years. What's next, Lord? And we don't know it's a guided repetition sometimes. Why? Because it's a process. I was actually thinking about this message because usually when God gives a message to me, it's more on the correction rather than the blessing. And I was thinking, Lord, really, this is the message that you're giving me today? It's so simple. Yet, a lot of the times we forget it. People who go to the gym will lift the same thing multiple times. They don't go to the mirror the next day. No. They know it will take process, it, it will take time. Right? But sometimes, when we don't know the process, we lose sight of the promise. The Israelites never lost the promise because of two things. Only two things. One, the Israelites had the ark. The ark for the Israelites was the proof of God's presence. Then, they have Joshua, who they knew was chosen by God because of the crossing of the Jordan River. Now, let me ask you this. The Israelites knew who their guide or who their guide were. Do you? If I'm going to ask you today, with all the things that you have, do you really follow the guide? I'm not going to ask you to raise your hands, but Let's be honest. Who here 
read their Bible every day. Please don't ask, uh, don't raise your hands. I don't, I don't, <laughs> I don't want to be, I don't want to put you on the spot. If you are reading the Bible every day, there's another question that you need to answer, which is something that is very important. What is that? Am I really hearing or am I really, do I really know where God is leading me to? Or am I just looking for what I want from God through this? Sometimes we read the Bible, oh, blessing, blessing, blessing. I read this one, blessing, blessing. We skip about the part, ah, they, uh, they, they beheaded John the Baptist. Most of the times we, we, we skip the, what, genealogy. With, the, with the, all the names that you cannot even pronounce. Right? But each step, each reading of the Bible is a process. You skip the genealogy, you got to, to, to chapter 10. Who's this guy again? See? You go through the process of um, repetition that God wants you to go through. What is this again? Lord. Because most of the time we focus so much of the process that we don't like. The Israelites were so focused on Joshua and the ark that they never really bothered questioning why they were going around in circles. You have to put yourselves in this situation. If I'm going, if I'm the person going around Jericho, a fortified city, who can attack me at any moment, will I repeat the same thing? And a lot of the times, the problems that we have in our lives is the Jericho that we need to go around with. Following the guide. So, why is it so important that we have the guide? Because the guide doesn't just point you somewhere. The guide doesn't just point you to the direction. It also holds you and anchors you in position. The guide does not just point you to the direction. It also anchors you and holds you in position. If you know your guide, you will stay in that position because you trust the guide. Yes, I know there are times that we need to change our approach. There's a um, famous saying or quote that is 
attributed to Einstein. You know that saying? Insanity is doing the same thing over and over, expecting a different result. And maybe that's your answer to God. Lord, I've been doing this so many times, I'm pretty sure this is not going to work. You know the meaning of uh, the true meaning of that quote? The true meaning of that quote says, Miss doing the same mistakes over and over, it will yield the same results. So let me ask you another question. Is following God a mistake? If you're here today and you're repeating something in your life over and over, there's probably two answers. One, God is building me. God is building you for the promise, for the level up. Because if you're not prepared to carry 20 tons of load, you will not be able to carry the 20 tons of load. What's the next question? Uh, next um, thing. God is teaching me. Maybe the reason why you keep on going through these things is because you have not gotten the message yet. Parents, have you told your, your children something that they have told you? You keep on repeating that thing over and over every day. They say that's the only, that's the point. Once they said it or say it, that's the only point that they have gotten the message. And if you're questioning God while you're repeating something, maybe this is the point that you have to realize what is the message. Because I've said it to someone before. That your interpretation of the message may or may not be the message that God is telling you. Your interpretation may not be the same as what God is telling you. Ultimately, it boils down to this. If I'm going to repeat something and I know that it is guided because I'm following God, am I going to give back the glory to God following the repetition? Because if the Israelites questioned and stopped going through Jericho for seven days, not speaking a word, Jericho will not have fall down or fell down. Can I have the um, music team to guide us in closing? So today, what is it that you are still going through with little to no direction? And maybe you're thinking, 
Am I just repeating the same thing over and over again for no reason? Give the glory back to God. No matter how hard it is. Because at the end of it all, you know who holds the promise. Because the promise, has of the, uh, the promise of Jericho falling has already been prepared. You just need to go through the process. Will you stand with me today? Oh Lord God, we have so many things in our lives so many questions that we don't really know what are the things that we really don't have an answer to. We have so many things in our lives that we keep on repeating and we are exhausted, oh Lord God. We are exhausted. And only you can give us that strength to go through around again the things that you want us to learn, the process that you want us to go through. Guide us, O Lord, through these processes to the Jericho of our lives. Guide us and not only direct us but we ask earnestly, Lord, that you assure us because no, we know that you can. We know that you can. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen.